Today's episode of InVibe Life Conversations podcast is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I took on to the mental practice of yoga and learning how to find my center space and learning how to set my intentions for the day through that. And that's what led me on to learning about chakras. In that same little moment of me doing that, I was also doing a lot of ancestral history about my family and where we come from and learning about my ancestral tribes. And one of my connection is the Yoruba tribe of West Africa, and they have their whole spiritual system of Ifa. And I've learned that the seven principles or the seven powers of that system actually what can say govern each of those seven chakras. So it kind of all fell into place where right time, right place, right circumstances. I'm learning, relearning who I am so I can move forward in the being that I am now. And it all kind of just came together in that way. Welcome to InVibe Live Conversations with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. By tuning in, you are joining a community that will inspire you to increase balance, wellness, and joy in your life. We'll offer expert information and insightful conversations to help us on our journey to live more in vibe. For more information and articles, remember to also check out our website at invibelife.com. That's E-N-V-I-B-E-L-I-F-E.com. We're grateful that you're here. Hi, welcome to InVibe Live Conversations with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. And today our special guest is my Cheryl Russ from Shock Therapy. So welcome. Hi guys, peace to you all. Oh, and to you. So my Cheryl, you were one of the highlights of our Nourish event we recently held with Tribeza. I mean, definitely, I think for the two of us, Yes. Um, hopefully some of our audience had a chance to watch the video of the information you gave going through the different chakras, chakra by chakra, what they mean, what they represent, and even the sound bowl that would correspond to them. So if you haven't, still try to grab that. If you um, were a part of the Nourish event that I think is about to expire though, but we might have a way for people to yeah. check that out soon too. Um, but even more than that, we just were so blown away by you, actually your whole family <laughs> and your story and your journey that Cheryl and I knew we just, we wanted to meet you. We wanted to collaborate further and just get to know you more. So thank you so much for joining us. It's a real treat. We've been so excited about this conversation. Awesome. So tell us about you. Well, guys, I just have to first say thank you so much for the opportunity to share my light with your platform and to help people start their journey to self-care because that's the overall embodiment of what shock therapy is. But as for me, I am my Cheryl Russ, 
and I am known affectionately as your shock therapist. Um, that's not an official title of any designation. That's something that a friend of mine actually bestowed upon me um, when I started this particular endeavor. And she's like, you're like a therapist. You're like a shock, a chakra therapist. <laughs> you're right, I am. And I said, you know what? It's shock therapist because the, the name of my brand is shock therapy. But um, yeah. I'm my Cheryl Russ. I'm the creator and founder of Shock Therapy. Shock Therapy is a personal care and lifestyle brand that helps people put intentionality into their daily routine through different meditation and um, ancient bathing rituals um, through aromatherapy. So um, what does that mean exactly? That means that this woman here uses the gift that she has been given with these hands to handcraft self-care regimens that could help restore, renew, and replenish your spiritual and physical energy. So when you shop the brand, you can expect to have not only things that are made all or all organic and naturally vegan, but you can expect for them to be made with holistic intentions and a lot of meditation and a lot of charging type of um, experiences in our product line. Um, if none of that means anything to you or anyone who's watching, just know that when you use one of my products, your body will immediately know when you're no longer using it. Oh, wow. I, I love that. I, yeah, I mean, okay. we are such advocates of intentionality and, and self-care and self-care mm -hmm. and true believers that what you purchase makes a difference as far as like the purchase, like you said, the love and the intention that you put into your products, you mm -hmm. might not like your logical brain might think poo poo on all that, but your body feels the difference. Your Absolutely. energy field feels the difference. More than anything. And the reason how I even got on this particular path um, was because of my, my own self-care journey. Um, prior to becoming an entrepreneur, I was very much deeply immersed into the corporate world. <laughs> um, in this particular phase of my life, I actually was in public service. I was a program manager for the city of San Antonio's health department. Um, in this particular program that I was managing, it had to do with, I don't like to say a taboo topic because it's something that it's happening all across America, but it's related to violent crimes and homicides and things like that. So the program that I was running was in a mediation program where we tried to intervene with known street violence to prevent retaliation, to try to come to terms with different groups or individuals or neighborhoods that may be what we call beefing, right? They may have territorial beef, that's very heavy. And for it to be in a public health sector, we're starting to treat violence like a infectious disease. When you study how violence spreads into areas, you see one incident happens, then that illuminates another incident and so forth. And my role was to have my team of people who have inroads into these communities to go in and try to mediate that. So very high pressure, very, you know, trustworthy, like kind of tribalism a little bit where wow. I'm from your neighborhood all day, every day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I say that because I didn't realize consciously how much energy that was actually taking out of me every time I got a phone call, letting me know someone had been shot or letting me know someone was in the hospital or letting me know, you know, that group plans on doing X to the other group. It was taking a lot of it on me. And I think 
more than anything, because I had personal ties to these communities where these were happening. These are people that I grew up with. My, my grandmothers and their grandmothers went to church together kind of thing, right? So yeah. where a lot of my coworkers who are either not from the city or immersed in that type of environment because they just don't experience violence in that way in their respective community, and that's a blessing. Unfortunately, within my demographic of people, that is, a, that is a public health issue. So where they get to go home and just leave work at home, I was taking it with me. Every day I would come home like on edge, not knowing when I'm going to get the next call or did that was that mediation successful and just had a lot of hyper energy. So I was very easily triggered. Um, it was my husband who said, suggested that I should find something to do to just basically release myself of work. And so when I can come home, I can be myself and not that identity of who I carry with me at work. Although it's very much a part of my culture and who I am and my people and my side of town and all this type of things. So that's how I got initially into getting into yoga, learning how to, uh, learning how to um, ease my mind and, and silence my mind. Yoga was cool. Uh, I wasn't automatically committed to it. So I kind of did it in reverse. People usually get into the physical practice. I took on to the mental practice of yoga and learning how to find my center space and learning how to set my intentions for the day through that. And that's what led me on to learning about chakras. In that same little moment of me doing that, I was also doing a lot of ancestral history about my family and where we come from and learning about my ancestral tribes. And one of my connection is the Yoruba tribe of West Africa. And they have their whole spiritual system of Ifa. And I've learned that the seven principles or the seven powers of that system actually, what can say, govern each of those seven chakras. So it kind of all fell into place where right time, right place, right circumstances. I'm learning, relearning who I am so I can move forward in the being that I am now. And it all kind of just came together in that way. Um, very shortly after starting making things for myself, um, doing little spiritual baths and making little um, luck charm type of things in my pockets to my crystals, those type of things to help me recenter my mind and remember that I have a force fill around me that protects me and knowing that I can release myself of inner energy that doesn't belong to me. So these constant little learning tools is what led me to creating shock therapy by working on me, seeing the impression on me, then sharing it with my, my friends, my family, but most importantly, my mom, because she was really instrumental in pushing this into a full-blown brand and experience. Um, she's someone who suffered from uh, high functioning anxiety and me making her little, um, I would say little, but scrubs hand scrubs. When you're feeling overwhelmed, just go to the sink and wash your hands and say, I release any energy that doesn't belong to me. And she will find her, her ability to actually come back into herself and her space. And that's what made me go, you know what, you're right. It's not my gift to keep. I have to keep sharing this message to show people that you can do these little things to ensure that you are well, and you don't have to apologize about them. And if we were more wise with our time and what we put our intentions to, you can do this continuously that it becomes a part of your daily routine. So that's where we get our motto, balance the Zen within by 
care over everything because that allows you to put you, your feelings, emotion, your energy first over any external um, external differences that you may be experiencing. I feel like that information you just gave needs to be shout, shouted <laughs> to the world. I mean, I don't know if that's a correct way to say that. Well, but it was wow. Powerful. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm almost in tears mm-hmm. because that everybody needs to know that. Can it, you know? Was, it was very heavy. It was a very heavy, it was a very heavy period for me. Um, being able to put my mirrors up and look at myself and say, are you well today? What, where are you holding any resentment or any hurt? Do you feel it in your center? Do you feel it in your solar plexus? Do you, are you holding it on your crown? Like, where are you holding it? Are these situations making your root chakra unstable? It's because of the unknown of that environment and me trying to find a space of center would led me to being able to even launch this thing. So, um, yeah, I I would definitely, um, suggest anyone who is looking to get into chakras or looking to learn what they are. It all starts with you. Um, it's ancient. It's, it's thousands of years old, the concept, but when you take that information and you apply it in a practical way to your everyday life, it's like breathing. Um, Well, and I want to get in a little bit to what each chakra is, means, represents, but not yet because there was so much there that I want to talk about. I mean, so one of the things is, I mean, this is something that Cheryl and I have talked about. And I think, you know, you hit upon something that's common for people who are healers Mm -hmm. and highly empathetic Mm -hmm. and sort of light workers, energy workers, things like that is if you were trying to help others so much and process for them and on their behalf, you have to have a way to cleanse yourself then and have, first of all, have boundaries around yourself and cleanse yourself. And the thing that I think is particularly cool about what you're doing is there are energetic ways to do that. You know, for those of us who love to meditate and journal and things like that, But you know Mm -hmm. what? First of all, that doesn't work every day or every time. But second of all, that doesn't work for everybody. And what you're offering is a very physical Mm -hmm. substance, even if it's just your transition, like you said, from this part of my day to this part of my day. Mm -hmm. I'm going to create this rite or ceremony for myself to be able to handle that transition better and um, heal myself and make because you just you can't carry that with you all the time. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. I think what's most important about anything is the honesty and transparency of how you truly feel. Are you projecting the external um, environments telling you how to feel or how to process? Are you legitimately going through the five different steps of, you know, wake up, get up? How does my body feel? How is my breathing? Um, Do I have a, a, a... do I have a, am I lacking anything? Am I thirsty? Am I hungry? Like constantly doing these little check-ins with yourself that you do on a normal basis, but you're doing it with a heightened awareness that where there is a deficiency, you do have an opportunity now to correct them because now, you know, right. That's empowerment. Right. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's empowerment. It also is autonomy. You're, you're controlling your own 
I like to say planet. We are all our own separate ecosystem, planet, our own energy field. You are in complete control how you react and how you take energy from other planets and how you may, um, what is, what's the word, how you may um, circle around other people or how you're intermingling in your circles. All of those different alignment points can affect your overall ecosystem within self. So if you are constantly feeding into the external and not pouring into the internal of you, you find yourself just empty. And that's where you get the experience of, I feel drained. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been around energy vampires all day. Like nobody's refilling my cup. I'm not taking the opportunity to refill my cup. So what do I do? That's how shock therapy comes into place. So we live in a, we live in a first world country bathing regularly is a part of our our culture. So most people get at least one or two baths a day. If you could reclaim that time to say, you know what, I'm feeling a little unstable today or not seeing my most confident self, maybe I should use something with lemongrass to help brighten my spirit. I love that. I know. Now I want to buy every one of the bath salts. (laughs) I I actually have one of the scrubs and the bath salt. And I bought the candles. And I have and I have one of the candles and I bought all of mine with um, the solar plexus, that third Mm -hmm. chakra. Mm-hmm. Just because I got the opportunity to ask my Cheryl, you know, hey, this is kind of what I'm dealing with. What do you think? And so with that conversation, I was able to pick out a candle, bath salt, and a scrub that all kind of hit that pinpoint of what I was working on. And mm-hmm. I do have to tell you, I can feel the difference. I've been able to take more time um, if I've had a busy, hectic day to be like, you know what, I'm just going to go in there and I'm going to take a bath. I'm going to put those bath salts in. And it's interesting too. I found in this, people might think I'm crazy, but I feel like my husband and my children and my dog, they all leave me alone a little bit more when I've done that. It's like, I don't know if he, if my, if Steven can like smell the smell coming from the bathroom and it's like, I should probably just let her have her time because he'll he'll often follow me around that house and be like which is great I mean I love him to death but you know sometimes we need that that space (laughs) you need those opportunities to check in with yourself to be able to affirm your yourself whether it is you're feeling you know low low energetic frequencies or if you're feeling very good and you want to keep calling in that energy Say today, that. it was great. Whatever we did today, let's repeat that for tomorrow. Let's keep building on that. Because uh-huh. a lot of people like to look at self-care is when you're down in the dumps, right? And I need to pick me up. Fine. But the goal is never to keep going back to zero. The goal is to stay in a balance. It's, a, it's a give, it's a give, it's a take. But ultimately, there should be a center point. And when you know, you know, I'm running low. Let me energize. I'm a little, I'm running a little high. Let me bring it down some. And these concepts of chakras are the things that tell you when you are in or out of alignment or you're blocked or unbalanced um, in the way that you maneuver within your daily life, within your, your um, respected fields, relationships, hobbies, all of that. They all play a role in how you are moving energetically in this world. And we can definitely go into um, talking about those different energy fields and where um, 
what it looks like to be in alignment? What does it look to be out of alignment? I think um, we can, let's do a quick fire version of this in the interest okay. of time, but gosh, I think we could probably we could do, do a, a separate a, podcast for, for each chakra. I was chakra. Thinking yeah, this like might that. be the beginning This needs of to a be a series. regular thing. <laughs> so first of all, for our listeners, you can find my Cheryl's information at shocktherapy.com. Is that correct? And we will have that linked in our um, show notes and it's S-H-A-K therapy.com. Um, and so you have information on your website about the different chakras. I think yes. I'm, I have an e-brochure that has a great chart for that, that you have linked to on your website. So anyone who wants that additional information can get it, but just let's put a little bit out there starting, I guess, at the root. Is that where you would start at the beginning at the root? Absolutely. Absolutely. Your root chakra is what I like to tell people is think of Maslow's needs of hierarchy. You think food, clothes, shelter, uh, safety, protection. Your root chakra is what lends that ability for you to get up and do something. It's located at the tailbone where all of your nerve endings come from your leg to your, your um, lower spine for you to actually get up and move and be, be grounded within the earth and be able to interact with your earthly environment. Um, we are you know, human beings. We've been blessed with this planet that provides pretty much everything we need organically for us. But with the rise of civilization and transitioning out of nature, we lose our connective grounds to the earth. So your root chakra is constantly um, letting you know, are we provided for today? Do we have a home? Do we have a job? Do we feel safe in ourselves? Do we feel connected to our environment? When your root chakra is out of alignment, that means you could suffer from back pain issues. Those are usually telltale signs that I've learned with working with people that if your back start hurting out of nowhere, be prepared for some financial um, loss somewhere. And it usually is right in alignment because your root chakra is the one that is going to provide for you. And it's already giving you the little pointers to say, hey, be on your finances. Make sure that your house and your, your um, tribe is good. Who's around you to make sure that you're creating a wholesome environment. Um, your root chakra is also going to make sure you know how to protect and defend yourself. If you're a person who usually gets, I don't like to say, um, what's the right word? If you're a person who's easily timid, you are afraid to defend yourself or you're afraid to speak up for yourself, your root chakra is going to make you do either one, fight or flight. A lot of people don't understand the correlation between that. You're either going to stand up to the occasion and protect what's yours, or you're going to, you know, whimper down and let whatever happens, or you're going to run away. So when you're looking at your daily moves, wonder how that's moving. Um, your second, as I like now, to say. I do want to say this too about the root chakra. Okay. I do think that. A lot of people think, yeah, you're right. We're living in a first world country. We're really not fearful mm -hmm. of food or shelter, most of us by mm -hmm. and large. But mm -hmm. we do hold cellular memory too. And in our lineage, we all have that at some point. And, you know, that can still come up and need to be cleared now or spark up. And I also feel like the root has been particularly important the last year in the COVID era because everyone has felt their health and well-being threatened. 
Absolutely. This particular period with um, the pandemic to um, not only just on a biological standpoint, everybody wanting to make sure that their immune systems are healthy and protected, but on a survival standpoint, a lot of people lost their jobs, a lot of people in between jobs, loss of income, you know, some people will never bounce back from that. Some people are, you know, riding the waves, but everyone's root chakra definitely has been tested over the last um, 20, uh, 12 months or so. Right. Yeah. All right, let's go to that second chakra. So our second chakra, um, which always gets a little giddy, is our sacral chakra. Our sacral chakra is our creative portal. As as women, as I'm a woman, I identify as a woman. If you are a male, um, divine masculinity, or you defy as a male principle, um, that would be also in your sacral chakra, but it is your creation portal and creation, not only in the physical realm where we conceive and, 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 and have children, but it also is where your passion comes from, where your pleasure comes from. Now, once we get out of survival, we're now in thriving, and that's what your sacral chakra is used for, for your thriving portal. When you when you see yourself being able to create for yourself and that's, that can be extremely artistic or that could just be simply choosing to become your own boss. That all comes from your sacral energy. Um, when you're out of alignment in your sacral energy on a physical realm, you could find, you could have issues with fertility or reproductive, reproductive health. Um, it could also manifest in things like if you're a writer, you may have writer's block. If you are a creator and you're unable to complete um, projects to completion or you keep bouncing from project to project with no incompletion, you may have an overactive sacral chakra. That even gets into how people formulate personal and romantic relationships. Um, People who tend to keep trying to get their energy fed through other people or what we call being um, promiscuous could come from an imbalanced sacral chakra. Um, I know, like I said, it usually gets a little giddy around this part because my mom, when she's telling people, she's like, it's your love below. And it is. (laughs) It's It's how you allow people to experience your planet. When you connect to another person, you're allowing them into your ecosystem. And whatever energy they're giving to you through that space can interfere or it could illuminate the passion you already have. So um, those are your very personal, that's a very personal chakra. Um, I do, um, I do a different, I offer different uh, things for sacral chakra work, like um, yoni steaming for, for women. Um, I've worked on, I help people work on intimacy, intimacy issues with their um, sacral chakra. Uh, I've helped people even with the creative side who is afraid to produce or afraid to put out their creations of work and how to get over that. I love it. Great. So good. Now <laughs> one of my favorite chakras, the third. Hey, your solar plexus. I, um, I'm learning a lot about my solar plexus. Um, I've never felt myself to be someone who lacked confidence or don't want to be in the spotlight, but I, I guess I learned that that is a little bit within me of learning to how to hide in plain sight. But your sacral chakra is where you get your, not your sacral, your solar plexus. 
Your solar plexus chakra is your third chakra. It's located in your um, belly button area. So like kind of think of your center, your stomach. A lot of people will refer to it as the seat of the soul because that's where you get your gut instinct from, right? Um, It's also where you develop your willpower and your I can personality, your self-confidence. That's your inner glow. So whatever you feel inside about yourself is what will show outwardly to people. And that's coming from your solar plexus. Um, so what does a what does the solar plexus, you know, look like when it's balanced? You're able to be confident, you're able to be radiant, you're able to set goals and stick to them. You have a ton of willpower, you um, have a lot of confidence within self. You it's not an ego thing, but just a, an expression of pride in self, if that makes sense. Um, what does it look like when it's out of alignment? Well, I'm one of those people who had suffered a, a misalignment with my um, with my solar plexus. Um, at one point, I had experienced like having a hernia and having a stomach ulcer all in the same kind of season. Wow! And that was that had to deal with a lot of me doing too much. What people would consider people pleasing, holding on to things that I know go against my personal values to make other people happy. So I'm just sitting on this on my stomach. I have this within my core. I know when I'm around people or situations that are not in alignment with who I am naturally, I start feeling it in my stomach instantaneously. Um, People say I have a bad feeling about this. And it's usually your solar plexus letting you know that there's something off here. So be on alert and be ready to, to defend, protect, or uplift yourself out of a situation. But I learned that it wasn't my outward self. It was my inward self and not, not wanting to hurt people. But in turn, I'm hurting myself by not letting the truth out. And I held that within my core. And that's why I was experiencing those things. Other people may have things like self-doubt. They may not have a lot of self-confidence, may have self-esteem issues, um, may have issues with just being able to be seen, (laughs) if that makes sense. Uh, You ever been in a room with somebody, you go, I didn't even know you were there because their spirit is not within themselves. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's It's all of those little things, but I um. There's a song by this group called Oshun, and it's called Solar Plexus. And it's one of my favorite solar plexus songs to listen to. They have a lyric that says, my solar plexus shines brighter than my necklace. And that means that no piece of jewelry will outshine the gem that's within inside me that radiates outwardly. And that's your solar plexus. I love that. Yeah. I don't think I knew that. No, I didn't. <laughs> we're still in I know. Okay, now let's go on to the heart. Heart chakra. Okay, so I'm very sensitive to heart as well. I I am a heart center space led person. Being an earth sign, I am a Virgo. We are very green in the way that we love nurture and how we connect with our inner heart beings. Your heart chakra is exactly what it sounds like. It's where you not only feel love, but how you generate love. It, it can work with things with like compassion, generosity. On the flip side of that, that's also where jealousy, envy, um, all of those type of negative attributes can be coming from if you are harboring uh, deep emotions within your heart. So that allows you to, you know, radiate that in negative ways. But your heart chakra for me, 
And my personal journey was learning how to be a good recipient. Um, a lot of people say it's better to give to receive, but if you are on the receiving end, learn how to receive and know that you deserve good things to happen to you. Know that you deserve generosity, know that you deserve charity and not make it and not have it connected to um, ill intentions or manipulation. Um, because sometimes people do come with false energy or false intentions of saying, I am a friend, I am an ally, I am, I am here to help. But that's also tied to your enslavement. I helped you. So now you owe me kind of thing. And I experienced that early on in my life um, as a child of learning how to pick and choose friends because I wholeheartedly wanted to be their friends, but they could be my friends based on what I can do for them. And that's mm -hmm. different. So my heart chakra and heart chakras are allowing you to feel other people's real intentions about, is it leading from the center? And if so, is it doing it without anything in return? It's allowing you to take in the abundance of life that all, that's set out for you and allowing you to be a gracious recipient. Um, that's one that I am still working on. And for that reason, I wear a rose quartz ring or earrings or necklace or something to remind me, keep leading with my heart, keep allowing people's true intentions to shine through and let me know when they're no longer serving the best interests of my alignment. And since then, I be, I'm blessed from things left and right. I think this opportunity, even speaking with you guys, is because I'm heart-centered led. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is something that, and we've talked about a lot on the podcast, because I work with a lot. And it's um, that the energy of giving and receiving are really the same energy. And it's a flow you have to create. And I, and I will say my husband and I together as a team even have had to work a lot on that energy of receiving, because if you're not willing to receive, how can you even call abundance into your life or how can you ask for way? help or any of those things? And not to sidetrack, but just a small little snippet about a lesson I learned through learning how to be a good recipient is when I decided to become an entrepreneur and now I never realized how, just how independent I was within a marriage, if that makes sense. Like your money's your money, my money's my money. But what happens when I want to push this vision and now I'm allowing all of this weight to be shifted to my husband? And granted, he carried it like, what else do you expect to happen? But it took a lot of out of me to allow him to be in the space for generosity, to show me you don't have to worry about anything, you lack nothing, you're going to be provided for, and really, truly let that in. Because it came to the point where he'll just say, okay, I paid this, well, here's some extra money for this, and I'll turn around and send it right back. Like, I don't want you to do that for me. Right. Like, that's my husband. Why, mm -hmm. why am I on the edge with him? Like, he's not tied to anything negative. Mm -hmm. Why am I questioning this? But it was a lesson that I needed to learn on always being the giver, going above and beyond for people, filling everybody else's cup and filling my own cup until the point where my cup needed to be filled and he was there or he's here to do just that with no questions asked and no negative intentions. So thank you for teaching those lessons of give and take. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. awesome. Awesome. It is. It's a constant lesson for myself. <laughs> you know, that's, that's the thing about all of these things. We continually learn them. Even when we've learned them, we go back to them. They recycle, they, they, they expand, they go deeper. 
You know, uh, one thing that seems something on the surface level, a couple months later, it'll penetrate to a new level of understanding. All of that. Absolutely. Um, In our last, our last uh, three chakras, we have our throat, our third eye and our crown chakra, our throat chakra. It helps us communicate, um, helps us advocate for ourselves, speak our truth. It's also your body language, your nonverbal communication. It's controlled oh. your throat, your, your ether sphere. That's where it comes from. So although your mouth ain't saying nothing, your face tells everything. So are you being <laughs> open to having effective communications? Are the things that you're saying, are they adding life to something or are they, are they destroying or reducing life from something? So our throat chakra is constantly letting us know when is it time to speak up? When is it time to remain silent? And are we presenting our physical self with our body language, with being open with proper communication? Um, what does that look like in, out of alignment? I get this from parents a lot. I talk to my kids all day. I tell them the same thing a hundred times and they don't listen. Yeah, because they tuned out your voice. Your authority has been reduced because you're over-exercising your throat chakra. Oh, uh, Wow. <laughs> That's why. Okay. Mm. Say less, do more. That's let let your face, your mental, your, your physique, let that all speak for the energy that you're calling forward. What else does that look like? People who get sore throats all the time, itchy throats. I mean, letting you know you're talking too much or people who get people who get hoarse or people who lose their voices. It's like, yeah, you might need to give it a break and give somebody else a chance to express that. Or is this even your truth to tell? Is it your truth to tell? <laughs> Cause I, you know, I love good tea. Okay. That's what we say. I've got some tea, but is that your truth to tell? Is that your truth to tell? You know, I love you. <laughs> Diagnosis and for that, your throat is gone for the week. You have a horse throat. Okay, there you go. But it's not your choice. Yeah, it's not yours. So why are you carrying it? But but most importantly, more than anything, just being able to communicate to your inner child and your inner self. Oh my goodness. Advocate for your safe spaces to protect your well-being and to be able to stand up for yourself. Um Awesome. Anything on the throat chakra? Any fun stories you guys have? My husband has a sore throat right now. <laughs> Who has he been yelling at? Who has he been yelling at? <laughs> He's, oh, I, didn't I just tell y'all he follows me around the house talking? He's a talker. <laughs> He's a <Yeah>. talker. <laughs> Listen, you overactive. How about you write some of this stuff down and decide if it's worth talking about? He does that too. He actually, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, we gonna have to do some some throat chakra exercises. <laughs> yeah. Um, we all deserve to have a, a safe space within ourselves and be able to verbalize that, be able to to show that with our um, external bodies and all of that. So, yeah. Um, everybody is always excited about the third eye. Oh my God. How do I open my third eye? I want to be woke. Tell me about the third eye. Is my third eye open? And I'm just kind of like, chill. Like, (laughs) you're going to get there. And when you get there, it's not going to be what you expected. Right? Everybody expects this large outer body experience and you being knocked into the next dimension. And now you can see all of these uh, entities that walk the earth and all of these things. And while that might be true for some people, it's not true for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. 
because that level of consciousness takes a lot of work. It's not something that happens accidentally. But your third eye chakra is when people say I have two, I have two eyes for sight and I have one eye to see, right? That is to allow you to read the playing field. You can read people's energy. It's not what their words are saying. It's what their, their, their biological energy is emitting to you. And you see through that, through your third, your third eye chakra. It's your connectivity to your intuition. When you say, I see you, it's not, I see you with my eyes, but I see you in my energy. It's allowing you to use your, your spirit guides, your higher power, or whatever you connect to, or even just your deep, your deep self, which I am an intuition led person to be able to understand what is in front of me, what's being presented in front of me. Are people being honest? Are they, are they coming with the best intentions? Are they just telling me what I want to hear? And so they can do opposite. Um, on a smaller playing field, it also lets you illuminate your dreams, um, your vision that you have for your life. Are you using all of those elements to make sure that you're projecting into this world what you want to see for yourself? Are you using the external world to kind of downplay what the internal mind is telling you going on, if that makes sense? It totally mm-hmm. makes sense. I think <laughs> being entrepreneurs, even in the space we all are, on paper, a lot of times it doesn't make sense. Absolutely. But you just, I think for Cheryl and I, I like there's just a knowing. There's an, a deep knowing. And there's all these other little incidents or not, I don't like to say coincidence. There are these other little nuggets in life that illuminates the path for you to Damn. tell you that you're right on the scent, you're on the right path, you're on the right page, keep going. Right. Even in the smallest forms, but when you are connected and in tune with that, it's like people who, who pick up on synchronicity. You keep yeah. seeing the same numbers, you keep seeing the same colors. You have these nostalgia moments like I've been here with deja vu looks like those are little life paths that let you know that you've been here because this is where you were supposed to be. And somewhere you went astray. It's all of those little um, spiritual, but yet physical manifestations of what you're projecting onto the world and what that means for you and your intuition. I love that. And that's interesting to me because I'm a highly intuitive person also and um, very aware of all of those things and really always have been. Mm -hmm. And when I think about the third eye, I've never thought about it in terms of what can I see about other people as much as it's always been about what are the signs I need for myself. So it was interesting to hear that a lot of people are seeking so that they can figure everyone else out. Right. No, (laughs) it it is. I want to be able to read people's minds and tap into people's dreams and and I'm like, yeah, that's all cool, but I'm you know yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like this is to this is this I was given to you for you to know thyself. It's yeah. a privilege to be able to experience other people's energy. Nobody owes you nothing. So use your sight to look inward. All the answers you're looking for already resides in yourself. And if there is a disconnect, this is going to allow you to build that mechanism to reconnect with your higher self. Absolutely. Yeah. And I love that you actually called it your deep self. Mm -hmm. That's actually, I don't know if I've ever heard that anywhere before, but it's a term that just came to me a couple of days ago. Really? I was about to start writing on that. (laughs) 
the deep self because it's you need to go in to find it. Everyone thinks it's out there. Yeah, you need to open the third eye. You need to no, you have it there. You need to get rid of all the layers blocking you from it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um I am a person who who sleeps with um like the lavender going or the killary sage and lavender going in my um humidifier or what is it called diffuser at night because it helps me with my dreams. Um, I'm a person who has a, a lot of lucid dreams, very detailed. Sometimes they're very, uh, my people may think they're terrors, but I don't think of them like that because they're showing me something that I need to see. And I only know that to be true is just because I've been able to pinpoint particular things that may or might not didn't happen before they happen. And it all came to me through my, my lucid dreams. And that comes from having an active third eye chakra. Hmm. Well, sometimes having an overactive third eye chakra can be terrifying. Yes. <laughs> because you are getting the messages downloaded onto you. And I say that because it comes from a dream downloaded into you or onto you to tell you, hey, be aware this may be happening or these people might see this soon or and that can be terrifying for some people. But I've accepted that gift and that message for what it comes from, even when I wake up in night sweats and it's like, did you hear that? Did you see that? It happens. Mm -hmm. Some people do that naturally. Children, before they get boggled down with reality, right, our reality, they have some of the most overactive imaginations and visions that you could ever believe. And then slowly but surely you go, that makes a whole lot of sense now, does it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's one of those things too. Um, and then lastly, we have our crown chakra, right? At the top of our head, it's on um, the top of our head that's connected to the, the atmosphere above us. Um, I like to say it's your, your direct your direct contact to the universe. Um, if you are a spiritual person, say your connection to the divine or the universe. Um, if you're a religious person, that might be whatever God body or source that you serve, but that is your direct connection to that energy to let you know that you are connected to something bigger. This is where you go to really relieve yourself of your earthly ego to let you know that you are important and you are uniquely you, but you are a drop in the bucket when it comes to collective. And your part is important for us all to continue to move in and out of our energy fields, but know that no one person or being is more powerful than another when it comes to the large collective of the whole. And your crown chakra allows you to stay connected and grounded into that divinity. So you don't have things like egomania and you think I'm bigger and better than everybody. I got this for myself. Can't nobody do anything to me kind of things. Um, when you're out of alignment, uh, people who have trouble sleeping, uh, have insomnia or just overactive thinking, they have a black, a blocked or unbalanced um, crown chakra. Um, people who find it very easily to, to relax. This is where meditation comes in hand um, to be able to, to clear your mind or your, your crown space. So you are able to allow the energy to flow within to yourself, the messages to be to be um, transmitted to you through your deep meditation and your higher self, which is your third eye. So they're constantly working with each other to illuminate 
whatever it is that you think exists in this world. You are creating your reality in real time, 90% of the time. I love it. I do too. So again, all right. I I need to order every kind of salt, but I do have this wondering, how did you know which aromatherapy fragrances would correspond to helping the bowel? How did, how did that come about to figure out? I have certain combinations I can put together for a bath that will help balance this out. Um, Ancient texts, a lot of research. I read a ton of like aromatherapy, like holistic aromatherapy books, um, looked at different uh, spiritual practice with aromatherapy and how it's incorporated into spiritual baths. Um, There's a book that I I have read it at least three times (laughs) because every time I decide if I'm going to add to my product line or expand my product line, I always tap back into what did my people do uh-huh. before? It was so convenient to just go and buy something. And I start building off of those little things. Um, for the particular oils, as I said, I studied aromatherapy. I've taken herbalist classes. I, um, uh, yeah, and a lot of that is is tapped in from like ancient bathing practices, things that are already here on Earth that our ancestors have used for thousands of years. And I didn't I didn't want to deviate with that, deviate from that because they work. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. <laughs> they work um, from solves to um, body scrubs to ointments to, you know, what type of garden you plant during, throughout the year we are constantly creating things to help us survive and live a a fruitful life. And the oils that I selected were things that were at its, what I consider to be at its purest form. That's not too complicated to understand. People know what peppermint is. People know what, um, what orange is. It's things that people can connect with and find real life purpose um, with. It's not a fragrance or something um, synthetically made uh, in a laboratory. It's, Something that can you can literally go outside and pick up a piece of lemongrass plant and mill it down to something and create a saw for it or create a, a soap for it or something like that. So I stuck to to what was closer to different uh, practices within my um, ancestral lineage and so forth. Well, and Cheryl and I can attest all the products smell great. Mm-hmm. they're beautiful. And so, and you know, feel great. Yeah. Do yourself a favor and feel check great. them out. And even if you think, I don't know about this whole chakra thing, you're just taking a bath with some beautiful bath salts. Try it out. You might yeah. be surprised. Might be surprised. So, um, and just so we, um, we're clear, I'm happy you guys got the bath salts. Um, you guys got the chakra bomb jars. Um, which is like a like a bath bomb, but we put it in a jar form so you can then use that jar after you're done as an intentions jar. So while you were taking a bath in your solar plexus, after you're done, you can start writing little little affirmations or notes to yourself to remind you to keep working on your solar plexus. Um, but we have we have a full range of of products. Um, we we started off first with scrubs, body scrubs. Um, that was the biggest, like the, the biggest seller. In fact, my first 15 customers were men at my mom's job trying to find things to help their wives relax. <laughs> I was like, 
Are you serious? My mom literally took a scrub to, to work and put it in the break room and had everybody wash their hands. And everybody just told her throughout the day how great it all felt and how alive they felt like just from washing their hands. We're definitely getting this for our wives. <laughs> and she calls me. She's like, I have 15 orders for you. <laughs> Your mom's yeah. awesome, I have yeah. to say. <laughs> I know. But yeah, we we do we do we do uh spiritual scrubs, balanced butters, which is the moisturizer. Um, and that can be used head to toe. We have our chakra soaps, which you can, you know, spend a week on each chakra and change out soap bars, or you can even um incorporate them into like a a, a weekly or a monthly type of rotation. Um, we have candles, we have our chakra fire jars, we have our um, artisan soaps too. So like I said, if chakras aren't your thing, we do have things that are non-intention based, but still holistically made, if that makes sense. And everyone can go to your website to purchase this stuff, correct? Absolutely. Uh, Shocktherapy.com is uh, the website. We are also in, in um, Spa de Django. It's the, the Hyatt Regency spa uh, out in Cedar Creek. Uh-huh. Um, there's some shock therapy products there. And then we have some local retailers here in San Antonio as well. And that's, you can look at them all on shocktherapy.com. Great. And we're definitely going to put a link from our website to yours too, so that people can get mm-hmm. directly to you to look at all your stuff and experience it for themselves. And it will be in the show notes yeah. for anyone looking we'll for that to this podcast. Yeah. Excellent. And then and if any of that doesn't make sense to you, you can always book personal consultations with me personally, where I can do readings. Um, I do, people think, when they think of readings, they think of like uh, tarot or some tarot or something like that. And it's not, I am a, a person with, with, which you would consider, what's the best word to say? I am what can I say? I'm a person who's able to reach your active energy as it lies right now. That's in a, that is an intu- intuitive reader. Um, I'm able to, to pull out the things that you might be hiding behind your eyes or your, your, your throat and pull those things forward with you um, to help you craft uh, a self-care regimen that's best for you. And can you uh, do this over Zoom or video? Yeah virtually we can do it it virtually and of course anyone who ever shows up to my pop-up markets um i'm i used to be all over before covid um you can experience that in real time um with our demonstration and learning about chakras and things like that um but if you do um want to have a a uh a consultation of course you can book it there's a fee all of that it's all on shocktherapy.com great i don't think you'd regret it no, yeah, it's awesome. it'll be fun. It's really awesome. Okay. But this has been great. And we're going to link all your stuff. And thank you for being such a fountain of knowledge and coming on here. And just, I want to say, just gracing us with your presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So your it's story. Beautiful light. Yeah. Right. Your story is powerful. Mm-hmm. You're a fountain of knowledge. I, I just, I feel like this has been, um, Probably one of our longest podcasts, but if people, and we could have gone longer, we could have yeah. gone longer. But it's like I want people to he- listen to every bit I of this because it's just super special and helpful. People yeah. need to understand this. So, thank yeah. you so much for coming on today.
you guys are very welcome. And of course, I'll be happy to be a guest anytime. Um, before we leave, I just have to say I honor the space that you guys have created. And the light in me sees the light in you. So namaste. Oh. And of course, a part of my um, Yoruba um, ancestry, we like to say Ashe. And Ashe just means and so it shall be. So whatever intentions we set for today, whatever greatness we want to accomplish and achieve, we leave with an ashe, ashe. Say it with me, ashe. Ashe. I'm going to start using ashe. that. I love it. Peace love and light to you all. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for listening to Invibe Live Conversations. For more information and to join our community, be sure to check out our website at invibelive.com. We look forward to sharing with you.